We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Happy New Year! This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. New decade, not just new day, not just new year right around the quarter. Thanks for spending some time with me this evening, and hopefully we'll spend another decade together right here on 560 The Joe on the Best of the Joe Show. On the way, got some of that best audio. Omar Kelly going to be talking with The Joe Rose Show about the Dolphins' surprise season. Then got some guys filling in for Dan Lebitard about the NFL coaching carousel. Then we go back a day and listen to what Hawk and Crowder have to say about the Heat pregame. Of course, last night, very not very pretty, but we'll get into that right now as we do headlines. Reports are that Chan Gailey will come out of retirement to be the Dolphins' offensive coordinator. Gailey last coached in 2016 for the Jets. Virginia Tech leads Kentucky 10-7 in the Belk Bowl. Other matchups today include Navy K-State, Wyoming-Georgia State, Florida State, Arizona State, then Utah versus Texas. The Canes open ACC play today at Clemson. Tip-off is at 4. The Heat may have lost to the Wizards last night, 123-105, but they will not be losing the name of their arena. It is to remain now, and for the reasonable time being, the American Airlines Arena, and Miami will play there Thursday against the Raptors. Jonathan Huberdeau has been named to his first All-Star game. He and the Panthers will take on the Blue Jackets on the road tonight at 7. O-lineman Cleveland Reed will return to the Canes football team. Reed left the team in September and will be a sophomore in 2020. In last night's Orange Bowl, Florida secured an 11-win season, defeating Virginia 36-28. to And now we take a step into the day spa. <sighs> After being caught three times in the span of three days trying to steal cars, a Colorado man made a stunning admission. He sucks at stealing cars. Thank you, Captain Obvious. A Texas law officer recently used a lasso to wrangle a wild hog running amok in an apartment complex. Only in Texas. Or, hey, 1900 called. They want their lasso back. For nine years now, a group on Twitter claims their coffee machines make sounds similar to the opening of the Britney Spears song, Stronger. I'll drink to that. Now on the weather, brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast calls for no rain with temperatures in the high 60s. Join Hylia Park for a free New Year's Eve party. Receive free party favors, enjoy drink specials, dance in the new year with live entertainment, and go home rich after winning your share of $20,020 in drawings. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. Joe Rose Show, they get you up in the morning. They're going to get your decade off right Monday, starting at 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the a.m. hours. Recently, they caught up with Mr. Omar Kelly talking about the surprise, surprise, surprise Dolphins season. Uh, Omar, I got to ask you right off the bat, uh, how surprised were you to see the Dolphins as 17-point underdogs win that game yesterday? Shocked, stunned. Um, You know when the Patriots have to play, I mean, they had all the motivation to be right, um, and you expected them to be right. You expected them to be the Patriots. 
Uh, you know, going into Foxborough that that's just a that's just a no. You're not going to win. You don't have a chance. Uh, the refs are even going to contribute to continuing their dominance in Foxborough. And and I really started to believe that they had a chance. In uh, you know, I thought they had a chance the whole game because they were competitive. Um, they weren't beating themselves. They were efficient offensively. Um, and then when on that final drive, when I believe it was Isaiah Ford got a, a pass interference call on the Patriots on my third down, I started to gasp. And I was like, oh, my God, the refs aren't going to help them. And it, it just came down to Ryan Fitzpatrick doing what, you know, he can do, which is, you know, be efficient in the red zone. And I think he has been fairly efficient in the red zone. And they, they got it done. Um, that to me was the most surprising victory or the best victory I've seen um, since 2008 when they beat the Jets in the season finale to to clinch that playoff berth. Uh, to me, that's where I would put this win. I want to ask you about the, the receivers and Parker and Gasicki yesterday and Wilson and Isaiah Ford with a couple of nice catches. Could they come back with this same group with Preston Williams or do they add somebody or could you see – I think Albert Wilson and money's going to be an issue. He's going to have to take less or yeah. or hit the open market. But the rest of those guys, could you see them all back? Because Alan Hearns didn't play and, and he's expected back. Yeah, I think they'll all be back. They, they've got nine under contract right now, factoring in Albert Wilson, who's going to be the third highest paid player on the team, $9.5 million. Clearly that's an issue. I'm sure Drew will, will address it and force their hand. Um, but really there's no motivation for them to do anything early on that. They can take him all through training camp, and it would be a, a really ho- horrible move to do from a personal standpoint, but they could take him all the way through training camp, shake him down, and then release him before the season is out. Um, it, it's, that would be wrong, but you know I've seen organizations do worse things. But I, I like Albert, what Albert Wilson's showing now. He's showing he could put his foot in the ground and get that shake and bake that made him one of the, the, the top producing run after catch guys in the NFL. And I'd love to see what he can do in a second offense, just probably not for that salary. But if you, see, you get something in the five to six million dollar range, I think that's fair and reasonable. Um, but yeah, I think receivers, the one strength that they have, especially if Preston Williams comes back and picks up where he left off from the ACL injury. Hey, by the way, how surprised were you to see Devontae Parker? And what he did to Stephon Gilmore mm. yesterday? Uh, shocked. I, I know Devontae's talented. I've always said Devontae's talented when he's healthy. I'm even more shocked that he's been healthy for an entire NFL season, which is just not something that I would have ever expected from Devontae. I don't know what magic bean he took or, or, or what's going on, um, but I'm very proud of him for what he's able to accomplish. He's showing people. I asked him yesterday, what do you think this performance says about you? He says, I think I'm an okay receiver. Uh, and, and I'm like, dude, you're a little bit better than okay. I mean, but he's, you know, on the field, he becomes a different human being than he is off the field. He's so, um, how would I describe Devontae? Um, he's an interesting guy. I, I know what you're going to say. He, 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 I think the team's done a really good job of, of helping him get his confidence and remind him yes. of how good he is and, hey, man, we need you. You're our guy. And, and he needs yes. that, and, and he plays off of that stuff. Here, here's, the, here's what, you know, I've been through with Devontae his whole career. And, yes, last year was at, at the lowest I've ever seen him, where he beca- actually became the first athlete that ever admitted to me that, hey, I lost confidence in myself. Um, and that, that's a hard thing for an athlete to say. And for them to have 
built him back. And, yeah. you know, I give Fitz a lot of credit for what he does because he plays a two, Fitz plays a two man game. And 50 50, he, he's done it his whole career. He did it with Brandon Marshall. He did it with, with uh, those receivers in Tampa. And, and Devontae is talented enough to make it happen. I've always said that. Um, it's just a matter of healthy Devontae's talented enough. But, you know, the, the banged up Devontae, no. But he's been healthy the whole season, and he should be very proud of what he accomplished. 1,200-yard receiver, nine touchdowns. I wish he would have gotten to that 10 touchdown. It would have put him in a, in a stratosphere in Dolphins franchise history. But, hey, it, it's all yeah. good. He, 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 really, he really performed this year, and he, he, he got a contract extension. I'm not sure I would have gave it to him. I would have probably forced him to continue to earn it and prove it. But, you know, props to him. This is part of the business end, and the Dolphins are showing people, if you perform, we will reward you. Hey, uh, I want to ask you about Brian Flores. What do you think about now you've had a few more weeks to, to see him coach in, in different situations, how he's handled this team? I, I like to, you know, the Dolphin fans are obsessed with me crowning him. They need me to say he's the king. Uh, he's going to be Nobody's a great asking coach. that. We just want to see what you no, what no, he's no. done with this group. I think I think he's done an amazing job especially the improvements that you've seen from this team in the final month of the season. They didn't run very well yesterday, but they were effective. And you know what I thought about this morning? Wow. Um, you know that TNT wall, and he he's serious about that TNT wall. He asked Vera Media Relations. Her phone rang during a press conference, and he was like, Vera, got to go touch the TNT wall. Um, <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he, think about this, Joe. How many times have you saw a false start this year from the offensive line? Uh, not too many. No, not too many. I, I like. I can't even remember a game where there was a false start. And yeah, they struggled, and they probably struggled more than any other unit. They've been put through more than any other unit. Um, but that pocket protection that Fitz got in in the final stretch of the season was pretty good. Um, they actually, outside of this last game, they started running the ball a little bit more effectively, getting to 96 yards a game in the, in the previous three games. Um, that was pretty decent. Uh, I, and I've really been impressed with some of the things, you know, they became efficient in the red zone again. And think about this. The Ryan Fitzpatrick-led offense, they don't punt a lot. They stay on the field, you know, really sustained drives. Um, you know, Dinkin and Duncan, uh, and and they and they get down there and and get to the red zone, and it's totally a tra- different transformation to win five of the final nine games. That's very respectable, especially considering the roster that you're working with. Because you know, I, I think the total of guys who got claimed and started at least two weeks later is at eleven now. So you know, Samaji Perine got here on Wednesday and and was the second back in this game, and that's all season long. Guys get here on Wednesday and play on Sunday. Yeah. And who who the hell can do that on a regular basis? But the Dolphins have managed to. You know, I, I just was, was looking at a name here that I had written down. How about Nick Needham? He didn't get thrown at yesterday. Did you? Did you? No, he got thrown at yesterday. He I, I he, he got thrown at yesterday. They were they went after him in the slot. I and but I didn't like him in the slot. And I, I still don't like him in the slot. I don't, I think that's the one position he can't I mean, play. They but went it, after it, it, they went it, after it, Tay and Nate hard yesterday. Nate Brooks and Tay Hayes. 
I mean, they they go. The Patriots are the Patriots. They, you know, they go after whoever they go after. Um, but yeah, they Nick Needham is it should be proud of himself in terms of what he accomplished. I, I looked at this. Nick Needham had a better rookie season than Xavier Howard. I'm not saying that to compare talent wise. Oh no, he's back. And, he's Cord- back, and he's going to be playing next year. Whatever this team looks like, he this experience he's gotten. He has sold this team with his tackling and his toughness and yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's, resilient, bounces yeah. back. Nothing, you know, I'd love, uh, you know, he's got to get stronger and, and work a little bit harder. And he says he's going to work on his footwork. Uh, we had him on the Joe Rose show last week. He was really good. Um, and he, he, he really, you know, he's been, I can't remember a rookie cornerback who outperformed him since back going back to the Sean Smith, Fonte Davis days. Yeah. And this is an undrafted guy. Even even Preston Williams, I, I argue to people all the time, um, your two undrafted rookies were your best rookies on the team. And that's that's impressive. Well, I'll tell you what, it was uh it's been hard, as you know, for the Miami Dolphins to win up there. I was just absolutely mm. we're sitting there hard going is not the word, Joe. I mean, hard is not the word. It's been since it's, Ronnie it's, and it's Ricky the, and the Wildcats since yeah. you've won up there. It's it's crazy, right? Just how long it's been. Eleven years. It is impossible, and I can I I, I really enjoyed being in that locker room because I've seen misery in that locker room after that game on so many levels, like so much humbling, like. I remember the game where they had a lead in the first half, the yeah. first half, and then and they came out. And Olivier Vernon, yeah, yeah it, and yeah, they, they, you know, I've seen them humbled so much, and for them to finally humble the Patriots and basically make their road to the Super Bowl, you know, they reveled in the fact that hey, we ruined New England season because they believe they ruined New England season. Now New England has to play beat Tannehill. Congratulations to Tannehill. All his critics, including me, can now shut up and can't say that he has not officially led a team to the playoffs because he's done it finally. Now, props to him and congratulations to him, but they got to beat Tannehill uh, at home, and then they got to go on the road and beat Kansas City and, and, and Baltimore on the road to get to the Super Bowl. So the Dolphins feel like they've ruined New England season. Yeah, well, it's going to be a lot tougher road if they get it and they got to get some offense. But I, I, we got to run here real quickly, though. You surprised it ha- before the half? Patriots sat on the ball and then tried to score with three timeouts and whatever amount of time it was. I wasn't. I wasn't because if you looked at it, Tom Brady did not look good at that whole game. He he was off that whole game. You know it, Joe, because you saw it uh, he, he live. It just looked. I think it looked worse live than it probably looked on. Well, his TV. guys weren't exactly open. Off. This group of guys ain't exactly getting separation. But no, he didn't make it. Any he was not making good throws. Where they they had a I, chance to catch it. I'm yeah. So, yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't do anything at the end of the year to, to improve the weaponry that he's working with because it's not good. It's not, it's not good, and I, I can't see them winning the Super Bowl with what they've got. Yeah, they got a great defense, um, and even the Dolphins showed them, hey, you're not as great as you think you are. Um, I, and I've always said this. This is part of the reason why I'm not a fan of Flores' defense because I just believe that defense is built to succeed when you're playing with the lead. And the Patriots aren't really playing with the lead that much anymore. Well, that that defense had a hell of a run. I mean, you you have to give that defense going back to last year and what they've done this year a lot of credit. Hey, man, we got to run here. I'm running super late with you. Omar, thanks for coming on. All right, no problem, Joe. All right, man, take care. Joe Rose Show, Omar Kelly together doesn't get much better than that. How can it get much better? The Dolphins have a great draft class. 
and maybe win enough games to get into the playoffs next year. I'm believing in Brian Flores. I'm believing in Brian Flores. I'm believing that next we're going to hear from the Dan Levitard show in one way, shape, or form on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Please give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. You can always step in the day spa and have very nice musings from me whenever you want, if you follow me, at Dan Day Radio. Speaking of Dan, Dan's the man. Dan Levitard on vacation, but no worries. They've got apt fill-ins talking about, oh, I can't keep up with it. They'll help you, though, if you're having trouble like I am on the NFL coaching carousel. Right here, right now. Bobby, I am on a roll, and uh, that makes me one up on the Cleveland Browns, who are stuck uh, finding out today that the girl they want to date has said no. Like, this is seventh grade dance. Bobby and I have been making dating analogies all day. I don't know. There's been a lot of Tinder. There's been a lot of dating. There's been a lot of, like, just weird uh, staying together because of your kids. A lot of weird dating analogies. When the kids are players on the team, like grown men. So. Yeah, well, but you know, they're still younger than the player. Come on, like, uh, true. grown men can still be kids. You're somebody's kid, Bobby, even it's though true. you're a grown man. I mean, gro- I, it's awesome that I say grown man as my voice cracks. That is, You're almost a grown man. Thank you so much. Uh, One day you will grow to your full size and reach your full potential. I want a real boy. Uh, okay, so the, the Browns asked their friend to ask a girl out, and that girl just came back and said no. That's what happened. Matt Rule, the head coach of Baylor, has said, uh-uh, no, no, thanks anyway, I'll pass, to the opportunity to interview with the Cleveland Browns. Big deal, not big deal. Hard, was that a hard pass or a soft pass, you think? Well, uh, it's a it's a... It's a pass. We're just going to go with the pass. Swipe left. <laughs> well done. All right. So they swipe left on uh, on the Browns. Uh, big deal? Not not a big. This feels like a big deal. Like when when a coach that that has no NFL head coaching experience decides that, and he is, by the way, expected to be, according to our very own Adam Schefter, a leading candidate for the Panthers and for uh, as the well Giants. as the Giants and. Uh, there are some that say he's going to be a leading candidate for the Cowboys. So with that being said, he's going to be a leading candidate elsewhere. He's just said, uh-uh, no, no, I don't want you to the Browns. Big deal, not big deal. Feels like a big deal. I think it's a big-ish deal. I think if the Browns get multiple of these, like you get multiple swipe lefts, then you start to hang your head. And maybe- are there a limit to the swipe lefts on, on, on Tinder? I don't know. Pat, Pat's just saying no. Pat, Pat, Pat extruser, producer extraordinaire. Pat, like, you, you you would have, I mean, Bobby and I have no knowledge. I, I mean, that. not that I swipe left a lot, because I, I can't afford to look at me. <laughs> you swipe but, right uh, so mu- right much? Sure you can, there is a limit on swiping right. I mean, what, yeah, you swipe I say right. this, there is? Well, There's a limit on swiping right? Yeah, so, like, you absolutely. can only like so many people on Tinder? Yes. This this doesn't make any sense I thought it was cast a wide net. I mean, yeah. unless it's swipe I right. Because so- you imagine if you walked into a sports bar, remember, you know, I'm 42, you know, so like she looks so young. Thank you very much. But you know, like I walked into a you know into a bar. I can't imagine walking into a bar and then you know you walk in a single man about town. You walk up to the bar and the bartender's like, "All right, you may buy five drinks over the course of the evening for different ladies." Like that's a little bachelor. Well, they do cut you off at some point, though. Well, they cut me off, but they don't cut cut off how many drinks I can buy for other people. But how many how many likes can how many times can you swipe right? Uh, I don't know how many it is until you run out. Okay, until you, you run out. So many. But there's no limit on how many times you can swipe left? Not that I'm aware of. Can, I think it's we... a daily limit, and the reason that they do it is because there's bots 
So if somebody keeps swiping uh, right and then just sending requests for iTunes gift cards or something, they have to cut them off. And I think that's why there's the limit, but it resets per day. Okay. All right. That's good. I, why do is... we got the information on that? <laughs> so at this point, the, the Browns started their searching. Uh, they started their searching within the last 24 hours. They've been swiping a right a lot. And now they've gotten a, do you get a notification when you swipe right on somebody and they don't, they swipe left on you back or does it just go no. away? Yeah, it just, it just doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Now the two old men getting an education on Tinder it's at good. this point. Riveting radio. So Matt Rule has decided he's out. I think it's a big deal. I mean, if you're the Browns and somebody that is going to interview elsewhere just says, nah, I'm not going to interview with you, and you have Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry and Nick Chubb, who, by the way, finished second in the NFL in rushing yards this year, I mean, you've got to look at it and say, you've got a rabid fan base that will fill a stadium even when the team stinks. Like, come on now. You've got a winnable division, maybe. I maybe. mean, no. Wait. I mean, you, you feel like okay, the Ravens are going to be good for a while. It, but, it looks but like that. The, the Steelers don't have a quarterback, and they're not going to be picking high enough to fix fix it. They don't even have a first round pick this year, so they're not going to take care of their they quarterback. Do. It's Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, right? Correct. He's on the defense. Uh, that Can't was worth it. That was worth it actually for them. Uh, and then the the Bengals are picking first overall in the draft for a reason. So you know uh, they've they've got a winnable division. Come on. And you can't get somebody to even in, you can't get the Baylor head coach that's had like this much success okay, to even you, interview with you. You say that because, but then we also in the same breath talked about how he's the leading candidate potentially for the Giants, Carolina, and possibly the Cowboys. So he's a guy that has options. Yeah. And so, like I said, once I'm not one guy, I'm not going to be concerned about this. Plus, I've I've heard and I believe that he like not only is he the leading candidate, like I think he has to show up in New York and show up sober, dressed appropriately, and on time for the meeting. And I think that they want to offer him that job. And so if you have that and you have experience there and you like the ownership, and I don't know if this is much an indictment on the roster. It's maybe the fact like that they've spun through these coaches. Like people always say like fan right, base is like, you know, you, you can't accept losing. You can't accept this. You have to make moves and you always have to be, you know, trying to make, get your team better. Also in doing that, if you fire a lot of head coaches, when you're starting to interview the next round of head coaches, those guys start looking at it and saying, Hey, how much time was that guy given? He was given, there's a lot of issues, there's things, and I'm not saying Freddie Kitchens was the answer, but some guy looks like, hey, if I lose my starting quarterback, or we have like this rash of injuries, are you going to fire me after one year if we only win eight games? Bobby, you have just told me who the next coach of the Cleveland Browns is. I could just predict it now. Uh, this is not breaking news, but I've just made up my mind based on Bobby's very perfect analogy there. Josh McDaniels absolutely is going to be the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns, and this is simple. Because it's the one meeting he can sit in across from an owner, and an owner says, you know, what happened in Indy? How did you take that job and walk away? And all he has to do is say, oh, really? We're going to play that game? What happened to all of these coaches? Come How many on. head coaches have you fired after one season? Because it's been multiple. By the way, speaking of, of firings, we just got uh, some breaking news and the coaching carousel continuing to turn. But this time it's not a turn, nay. Nay. It's a statement to stay the course. Doug Marone will return. As it's not a turn, wow. it's a return. He will return as the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach in 2020, according to owner Shot Khan. In a statement released Tuesday, Khan announced that both Marone and GM Dave Caldwell will return, saying, quote, this is not the time to consider an overhaul of our organization. So, what, the, well, do you remember when we talked, was this, I was talking to you about this, about the star? I don't know. Was it a dashingly good looking person that you was. were talking? Was it like the blue light special version of Jesse Palmer? You were like, you know what? <laughs> He's not as tall, not as good looking. Hair's not as good. The facial hair definitely not growing in the same, but I could see it. Like but what are my options? But what are my options? <laughs> He's the best available. He's the best available. 
He's the best oh, available. The best available, Jesse Palmer, you got. Go ahead. Um, where it's like we talked about, you know, the, the star head coach or the star general manager, you know, who's going to be the face. Yeah. And so when you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, when you thought about them the last two seasons, who was the face? Tom Coughlin. So who takes the blame when things don't go well? Tom Coughlin. And so maybe that's how Doug Marone was able to survive this because a lot of people thought he's a Tom Coughlin guy. They brought in Coughlin. They're working together. And when uh, Shad Khan was just going to kind of sweep everybody out and then take a little mustache wax and, like, grease that thing up and go hire his next coach. And I I, I don't know if the Doug Marone is the right coach there, but I do give – Shad Khan some credit for coming in and maybe looking at this and trying to figure out, well, where actually the blame was. I don't want necessarily a whole reset on this. But then also, like, who was the responsible, who's, who's responsible for maybe some of the personnel moves? Was that Doug Marone or was that, you know, the GM or was that more all just Tom Coughlin? I mean, his, it sounds like they just went in and shoved Tom Coughlin under the bus. Or maybe it was all his fault to begin with. And those were all his decisions Holy anyway. Well, and it's also possible that even if it wasn't all his fault, that certain certain people cast a a cloud, right, yes. over an organization. And it, it's pretty easy to come and say, hey, look at how things have changed. Look at the relationships that are changing. Look at what's happening now. And look at what we can get done uh, if, if we just stay the course. So, you know, Doug Marone will return. There were reports over the weekend uh, saying the opposite of that. No, Doug Marone will return as the Jags head coach in 2020, according to owner Shad Khan. Let's straighten things up a little bit. The Browns are just a mess. Isn't it kind of ironic their name's the Browns and they're a mess? Think about that for your New Year's, New Year's Eve. Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it or else you'll be a brown mess. And you know what I'm talking about. Hawk and Crowder, they're always a mess, but they're a fun mess. Yesterday, before Washington came in here and beat our Miami Heat, they talked a little 15 minutes of heat and they will give that to you next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Happy New Year. I am Dan Day. I'm getting ready to go out and celebrate on my own. Go to a party. Maybe eat some Peruvian food. Ooh, that Peruvian food is so good. Hanging out with some of my Peruvian friends. Yeah, it's one of the perks of having them as friends, among others. So hopefully you and yours have a very happy New Year. Hawk and Crowder, they've already started their Happy New Year celebration. They were off today, but yesterday they were at Twin Peaks. Yeah, really working hard. But they talked 15 minutes of heat along with Alejandro Solana. Things looking really up until last night. Kind of got pounded by the Washington Wizards. That's okay. Heat's still one of the best teams, it seems like, in the NBA they discuss here. It is time. We do 15 minutes of heat every day around 2.15 and 5.15. The Miami Heat are 24-8. and eight. Yeah. They've won five in a row. They're 15-1 and one at home. They've had... Insane end-of-game victories uh, over Indiana and Philadelphia. They're in Washington. They play the Wizards tonight. Bam is playing great. Goron is playing great. Aside from that terrible foul, by the way, at the end of the Philadelphia game. Were you you at that game, Solana? I wasn't at the Philadelphia game. I was Friday night versus the Pacers. I was there. Goran was a hero in the Philadelphia game, but he had a terrible foul there. He was thinking the, about uh, the Austin Burke. <laughs> it was, he had 15 <laughs> fouls for the price of six fouls. Uh, Jimmy's been playing great. Tyler's been playing great. It's incredible. I don't yeah. know how to – Now I saw it today. Did you see, Solana, that they're number two in the power rankings on ESPN? And on NBA.com. On both of those sites, they're number two in the it's NBA insane. right now. insane. Where they're sitting now. They're they're set. It's insane. Everyone that needs to be playing well yeah. is playing well. Yeah. 
and nothing is going wrong. Like, they're missing guys like Justice. They're missing guys due to injury. Mm -hmm. They missed Gorin for a while. Like, they haven't missed a beat with whatever kind of adversity gets thrown their way. And do those last, the, the pace of 76ers game, the one-point wins, like, that encourages him more than a 12-point win. I think so, because you're you're playing in a game that I think you would normally lose, right? Yes. Or that you would expect them to lose, the, certainly the, the young Philadelphia guys. game. Right, sure. Yeah, the they, older they, team is going to come up with the last, you know, 30 seconds. They're terrible, play terrible foul at the end of the missed free throws. Yeah. Jimmy Butler with missed free throws at the end of the game. James Johnson shows up in a hot dog wrapper. That was a hot dog wrapper, right, Solana? I, I believe it was a space shuttle. <laughs> Wasn't that a space shuttle, Solana? What was that? I don't know. That's Swaggy. I already ordered mine. Swaggy. Swaggy. He, he, yeah. It was tinfoil. I, 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 I thought he was trying to contact. Uh, you seen signs with Mel Gibson? <laughs> he was trying to contact uh, <laughs> outer space. But they really, uh, I think those two games, Indiana and Philadelphia, it does show you something to me, which is. Even at the end of a game where you'd understand if they just came up yeah. short because they're they're not as talented, you'd think as Philadelphia. You know that they come out with the victory. I, I I'm just so impressed by that team. And even Heroes lashed at that late shot, Philadelphia, the game winner. Like he's young. He took you- that shot. I mean, he didn't hesitate. No, it was. I mean, that was as ballsy a shot as you'll see a 19-year-old kid take in the NBA. Oh, yeah. And we know we have a, he's a hezzy now. We know he oh, has a he, he loves the hezzy, but right? He, uh... did, he didn't hezzy on that <laughs> shot. But so... even that where, where Butler, Butler, we, we, we assume he's going to play well. But when Duncan and Hero and Nunn and these guys start hitting those late-game shots, I, something I, special's going I, on. I have saw on Twitter about strike why the iron's hot on some of these young guys to get a – Another great piece to make that run is. Don't is do that, anything. Is that off the? That's off the table. Don't. To, you? I, to me, the way that they're playing, I wouldn't touch a thing. Have you gotten to that point, Solana? Don't touch a thing. Yeah, I'm at that point. Like every morning, you wake up. Heat Twitter's trying to trade everybody, find the next player to trade for Drew Holiday. Let's just ride this out. It's been the funnest season since the Big Three. Why not keep enjoying it, it? It really has. Yeah, I really believe like that. that. That thought, the Drew Holiday, where this. Right. This be better with Lo- Drew Holiday. Logic would tell you that Drew Holiday is going to be a, a, an addition, like yes. a, a quality addition. But man, I just wouldn't mess with anything right now. It's it's too much fun. You know who I'm okay with getting rid of, and I've swung on this is Winslow. Well, I mean, they've kind of shown that they can win without him, and he's like he's not a shooter. It's going to be a tougher piece to fit. Like you've got to give him his minutes. Jimmy penetrates. Gorn penetrates. Like I, where where does justice fit? I, I, think, it, I, I think that's prisoner of the moment, though. They're winning without Winslow right now. But you're watching Jimmy Butler right now miss late-game free throws. His shooting hasn't been great. That's fatigue. That's him having right. to be a ball handler. That's right. him having to cover the other, uh, the other team's best wing player. That'll get much better for him. That'll alleviate the pressure off Butler once Winslow comes back. He's another ball handler. He's a great defender arguably just as good as Jimmy Butler. Like, he's going to help this team, especially in the playoffs. But, but Solana, what if that's a Drew Holiday instead? Like, we're not saying just cut him. We're saying use him to acquire something better. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think right now we're winning without Winslow, so it feels great to say we can trade Winslow, but he brings a lot to this team, and the Heat love Justice Winslow. Like, they think I, there's something there. He's only 22 years old. Who who if, if if Riley was to call you, and he listened to the show, we know that. We figured that out months ago. 
If he calls you and say we have to get rid of some, who who is who who could Who's be expendable? on the trading block? Dion Waiters. <laughs> well, Don't have okay, we all got that one. Who's gonna take him? Walgreens. I mean, you're gonna have to package him with someone. Like you're with gonna have Walgreens. to package him with, at the Walgreens. <laughs> The, the thing is, I don't think you get a Drew Holiday by just packaging Justice Winslow and Deion Waiters. I think you'd have to give up a Kendrick Nunn. You'd have to give up a Tyler Hero, which we both know those two guys right now. Right, you just don't want to. Right, you don't I, I, want I'm, to. So I don't, don't, don't want to get up Hero. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not in love with right. none. The, the, the question is, can you sell high on someone that maybe is overachieving? I mean, that's yeah. the key to being really good, whether it's the stock market, whether it's buying a house. Like, you fall in love with it, and you go, well, wait a second, though. Am I in love with something that's reached its maximum potential yeah. and is only going to depreciate from here. And I don't know if that's the case with Kendrick Nunn. Like, I, d- I don't know. I don't know if that's the case with Tyler Hero. Justice and Nunn. Justice, Nunn, and Dion for Drew Holiday. Justice, I'm, I'm, Nunn. I, I, we got to sit down wow. at the table. I, I don't know if I would pull the trigger on we it, We got to sit down at the table, though. Hawk, what mean, happened? You were just talking about not trading anybody. Crowder talked you into it. Well, no, but what do you well, – like, Justice and Dion, and so really the only one I'm giving up now for Drew Holiday is Kendrick Nunn, and yeah. that, that would be silly not to consider, right? I mean, I know I'm discounting Justice Winslow, which is silly too, but they've done very well without him. Yeah, I, I mean – I get it. I, I totally understand it. But I think there's there's going to, to come a time when you're dealt with injuries, if Derek Jones Jr. goes down again, you're facing a Ben Simmons in the playoffs, you're facing a Giannis Antetokounmpo in the playoffs. You need as many guys who can cover these, these long athletic bigs, and that's Justice Winslow. He's shown it, and he has playoff experience. Like, you're going to need that eventually. I, I don't with, disagree but even, with you. But even when we went and got Shaq, who they have to get rid of? Is that Karan Butler and those guys? Yeah, Karan yeah. Butler, Brian Grant. Yeah, yeah, like even Odom. those guys, like they were quality players, but there was an upgrade. Shaq was an upgrade. Obviously, we went on to win a championship next year, Solana. So, like, yeah, you, but got, you're, you you're, have to have a potential upgrade. You can't compare Shaquille O'Neal in 2004 right, to, to Drew, Drew Holiday, Holiday in 2019. And I like Drew Holiday. He's a great player, and he does fit that Heat culture, that Heat mold. But I don't think this season Drew Holiday makes you a a title contender. Um, in terms of what your team is right now, like I, I don't think he catapults you into the next level. I think you're you're kind of around the same. Right now, the, the, the Heat are the third seed in the NBA. Even with the Shaq was two years away from being the big cactus now. Let's not like this was L.A. Shaq. This but was, but the, the, the question is, I mean, does he make you markedly better, Drew Holiday? What? No. Like, I think and, Stephen and I think Adams, it, like we had yes. talked about Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams, to me, makes a huge difference because now you've got some some uh, wiggle room for Bam where uh, where you can get uh, minutes. I love the way Stephen Adams can clog up the middle. Would the question be at 24-8 and eight right now, what would be the record with a Drew Holiday? Right. I don't think it's any different. I'm with you yeah. on that one. That's going to about do it for the best of the Joe Show. I want to remind you the Heat. They're going to be playing here, there, and everywhere. I think I'm going to go to game Sunday. Portland's one of my teams, too. Heat. Portland, Hassan Whiteside's return. I think the Heat are going to win, so that sounds like a good day for me to just run down to Wynwood, run around some of the bars, Jay Wakefield, Gramps, and then head on over to the stadium, catch the game, then maybe back to Wynwood afterwards. That's how we do it where I'm from in New Orleans. That's how you do it in Miami. The party never stops. The fun never stops. And that's kind of the way this show is. So Happy New Year. I am Dan Day. Best to you and yours. And I cannot wait to hear from you and you to hear from me for us to have a relationship.
take that however you want. Next year, next decade, and, well, pretty much tomorrow. This is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.